guys, welcome to the Kirk Students Podcast. We're the student ministry from the Kirk Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm Caitlin Adams, and this is where you'll hear sermons from me, Madison Lackey, Grant Giddens, and other guest speakers. Make sure you subscribe and share with anyone who follows Kirk Students. If you want to know more about us or get in touch, visit us at thekirk.com or follow us on Instagram at Kirk Students. Let's go. For those of you who don't know me, um, my name is Caroline. I'm a junior. Um, I go to Metro Christian, and I've been going to this church um, pretty much my whole life, just in case you wanted to know. Just, there you go. Um, I'm going to start off, I'm going to ask you a question. Have you ever had a serious injury or a traumatic event in your life that maybe changed the course, how you think, how you act? Um, maybe you've, you learned something from it, and now you um, view the world or view people differently because of it. Um, well, when I was in the sixth grade, I um, was playing with Nerf guns with my little brother, Carter, and um, he happened to shoot the Nerf gun and it hit me right in the eye. Um, after that, it caused blood to pool up in my eye and um, I couldn't see. And after about a month and a half of going to doctors, um, headaches being caused by the pressure buildup in my eye, um, we finally, they finally decided um, that I would need to have surgery to um, get rid of that for good. Um, a funny story about that surgery was that before the surgery, they had to put an IV in my arm so that they could give me the medicine to put me to sleep. Well, the nurse was having um, a lot of trouble finding that, um, was having a lot of trouble finding that vein, um, which is very uncommon for me. My veins are pretty visible. Um, and so it took us like 30 to 45 minutes of like smacking my arm to find the vein in order, so that I could have the surgery. We hadn't even started the surgery yet. Um, and I also, fun fact about me, I have these blotches or a birthmark on the back of my right eye that I have had since birth. Now, you might be wondering, okay, that's totally random. Why in the world are you talking about your eyeballs? Um, well, I tell this story because these are scars that I have that stand as a symbol of how I've grown and what I've been through. When we heal our wounds and accept our scars, we become stable supports for the people around us. We become examples and we become role models for the people who are experiencing hardships, maybe for the first time or haven't figured out how to heal those wounds or scars yet. And by being these role models, we example, we're examples of God's goodness and God's healing. Um, there are two main types of scars, visible and invisible. Visible scars are physical, like a broken bone, or um, maybe you like had surgery on your knee and now there's like a scar there that people can see when you walk around. Um, now those types of scars are healed by worldly medicine because they're worldly scars. They happen through worldly things. Invisible scars are a little different. They're a little harder to heal because first of all, you can't see them. No one knows that you're hurting when you have an invisible scar. No one knows what you're going through. No one knows that you have it until you tell them. Um, invisible scars are spiritual and mental scars. They're caused by insults, 
They can be caused by loss. They can be caused by loneliness. Things that, sometimes even things, like little things, like someone gives you a look in the hallway. It made a scar. You may not have known it. You may not recognize it. You may not acknowledge it, but it happened. Um, invisible scars can be recognized as inner attacks of Satan. That's where we're the weakest because we don't pay attention to a lot. Whenever you have a physical scar, a visible scar, it's causing you pain all the time. You can see it. You can physically feel it. An invisible scar, you may not feel it all the time. It may not cause you a lot of pain until it gets worse. Um, but these scars, they represent and are healed by growth, trial, and faith. Um, I want to read to you a verse from, chap- uh, from John chapter 20. After he said this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. This verse is right after, occurs right after Jesus rises from the dead. He goes to visit his disciples, um, but they don't really believe it's him. They don't believe that he's really come back from the dead because that's impossible. How could someone have risen from the dead? Um, But God did not heal Jesus' wounds. Instead, he had them as examples. He had them as symbols. He had the holes in his hands from when he was crucified on the cross. And he had a wound in his side from when he was stabbed with a sword. When we talk about growth, growth is when you learn to accept your scars and use them as examples to help others, and you grow. Knowledge from experience allows you to guide others through the same struggles that you have faced, or maybe similar struggles. Maybe you have been through loss. Maybe you've experienced um, a family member or someone close to you dying or passing away. Um, maybe you experienced those things. Well, what, maybe your friend loses someone close to them. Now you've been through that experience. You have healed from those scars. You know what it feels like to be in that place. You know what it feels like when you finally go to God and give him all of your burdens and hardships to be healed. Because... You need to have that friend. You need to be, you need to be that friend that is willing to um, help you heal or help someone else heal because scars are best treated through community and scripture. You can't heal a scar if there's no one there to tell you that it's going to be okay and that it's going to heal because without that, you may not even realize that you need to go to God or that you need to, God to heal you. Uh, the next one is trial. Scars are proof of your trials and hardships. But they're not just proof that you've been through something hard. They're proof that you overcame it. Because when we go through hardships, when we go through struggles, not only do you experience those things and it weighs you down, but once you give them to God, they're, sometimes they go away completely. But other times they're left there so that you can lead others, so that you can teach others how to heal their scars and bring them to God to be healed. We all struggle with sin. But God can heal us and turn those scars into tools for spreading the word. Faith. Scars are representative of your faith and trust that God will heal you. Whenever you you are healed of your scars, whenever they um, become tools or whenever they disappear completely, God will use you with your scars to help others. Community heals scars partway, but not fully. Having a friend that has your back or that struggled the same thing that you have 
It'll get you partway there, but it won't completely go away. Only God can fully take away all of your scars and heal your pain. Some scars, like I said, some scars will fully heal um, in time. Oh, I'm going to need that later. Um, some scars will fully heal, but some are going to still remain because they are a representation of your time that you have taken to go out of your way to give it to God and heal yourself, a representative of your community for having your back and your faith that God will heal you. Some scars remain, but some become reminders of hope and healing to others, whether they are seen or unseen, whether they're big or small. Second Corinthians 12.10 says, That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses and insults and hardships and persecutions and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. I want to talk about how this verse says, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Have you ever heard the phrase, mistakes are something that makes you stronger, they're the key to success, or falling, your fa falling on your face is still moving in the right direction? Well, that's how I think about this verse, because if you never sin, if you never experience pain, if you never go through hardship, if you never mess up, then how can you understand the pain of others? How can you be a leader? How can you be a good follower of Christ? How can you be a part of the body of Christ if you don't understand what the other people in your life are going through? Even Jesus had to experience the weight of our pain and sin. He died on the cross with wounds, with scars, with our sin, and he did it all for us. And when he rose from the dead, God had the full power to heal him. Jesus could have been completely better. He could have been walked away, he could have walked away from the grave unscathed, but he didn't. That's because he kept his scars so that we could believe and follow by example, so that we could then in turn do what Jesus did, so that we could lead others through our scars. And instead of using them as symbols of how we've failed, we can use them as symbols of how we've grown. Once you recognize and acknowledge your scars, you become a role model for others, and you strengthen your relationship with God. When you get scars, you need to learn to begin healing them instead of covering them up. I talked about how earlier about how some small insults and scars have a larger impact than you think. You're like this piece of paper. You're easily marked up. You can easily get stuff wrong. And you can easily receive scars. Whenever someone says something to you in the hallway, like maybe they say that they don't like your shoes or they look at you a weird way, you get a mark, you get a scar. It may start small, but then you get another one and another one and another one. And then you're like, okay, well, it doesn't matter. I'm fine. And you go to bed and you just cover it up with another piece of paper. You just cover it up again and you forget about it. But then the next day, you get another one. And you keep getting more scars and you keep going to bed every night and covering them all back up again until you're left with an even bigger scar than you started with. Because when you first started with one scar, now you have multiple scars and they've all grown. And whenever you go to your community, when you go to your friends, when you go to your mentors for help, we start to cover up those scars. And as we cover them up and heal them, you can still kind of see it. It's partly healed, part of it's gone, but not all of it. But 
when you take God, when you include God, and you go to him for healing, he takes away all your pain. He heals all your suffering. He makes it all go away. I challenge you to be the person that helps other people heal their scars. I challenge you to be the person that brings other people to God so that they can heal their scars. I challenge you to be the person that helps heal scars, not create them. Go out of your way to smile. Wave to someone in the hallway. Compliment them. Address them by their name. Ask them how they're doing. Encourage them. Turn it over to God and let him heal you. And then once you've healed your scars, once you've learned how to heal your own scars and get over your own hardships, then turn around and help your friend. Once you add God, you can heal your scars and you can forgive the people who have scarred you. When you recognize the feeling of being healed, when you recognize the feeling of being forgiven, then you can go in turn and make other people feel that way too. Together as a community, we use our scars to lead others towards God so that they can heal those, heal theirs. No matter how small, no matter if they're invisible or visible, but our scars don't define us. Because of Jesus, we are healed and forgiven. Uh, I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to give it over to Caitlin. Um, dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you that I could come up and give your words um, to all these people in this room. Um, I thank you um, for this amazing day, God, and I thank, um, I thank you for being here, and I thank you for putting this message on my heart. Um, and I pray that you will heal the, all of the scars in this room, God. Amen.